0: And now, your host, self-made millionaire, national award-winning investor of the year, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Del Wamsley.
1: Welcome to the Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. I'm your host, Del Wamsley. And as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Well, today, I want to share some ideas with you. I picked these ideas up from uh, a success story on success.com, and it's called The 10 Principles of Self-Made Billionaires, with a B, much larger than a millionaire, much more effective as far as making money and being successful in business than a millionaire. This article lays out principles that they believe that billionaires possess. And so I wanted to go over it with us today, and reflect back to myself the things that I've done correctly and incorrectly in life, and things I've seen other people do correctly and incorrectly, and you can really see what the difference is. So let's start simplicity of purpose. Great concept. says, Billionaires are billionaires because when they went about building an empire, they were hyper-focused on a specific objective. All their effort and energy was dedicated to pursuing that clearly defined purpose. Then he goes on and makes example, Henry Ford wanted to democratize the automobile and make it available to everyone. Bill Gates wanted a PC in everybody's home. And Steve Jobs wanted to put the power of computing inside a phone. When we look at the whole of these goals, they seem massive, imposing, and yet can all be stated in a single, easy-to-understand sentence wow that's so true so i started thinking about my life started thinking about you know when i made the greatest strides in my life and i started thinking about the people that don't make very large strides in their life and started trying to put that into context in this principle and i remember when i was a little fat kid the only thing that mattered to me in life was to become a bodybuilder to get into shape morning noon night focus every day every day diet, exercise, until one day I became a successful bodybuilder from a fat kid, from a body that was never intended to be anything more than a fat blob, turned myself into a bodybuilder. That was a singleness of focus that accomplished that. Later, when I decided that I wanted to retire, I started focusing on buying single family houses. I focused on it to the point where I learned everything about how to buy them, how to finance them, how to manage them. And I spent all my time doing that until a very short period later, I was able to retire. Later, when I decided to do apartment complexes, I decided I had to give up houses to do apartment complexes. I had to focus on multifamily housing. It was important. If I was going to be successful at it, I had to consume it. I had to have one-minded focus. I set up a goal to have 500 units. Now I see that that goal was very, very small. I had like 100 houses, 100 units. To have five times that, to me, was where I needed to be when I started Lifestyles. The basic concept is that every human being out there should have the opportunity to look at the options available to them to become wealthy and retire in two to five years, two to seven is what I used to say. Now they've got it down to two to five because we're so much more successful at what we do. And so we sit here and you think about this. That's all I've cared about for 28 years. I, I had people try to get me to go off and have a mortgage company. And we piddled with having a mortgage. No, no, no. It's taking me away from what my goal is in life—to help people retire. I like that saying. We're going to retire everyone, one person at a time. That's my only focus in life—is to help you retire. I don't, I don't have a, a boating hobby. I don't have a motorcycle hobby. I don't, I don't have any other hobbies. My hobby is helping you, and that's what I think it takes to be successful. I've actually run into people and spoke to people and said, look, what do you want to do with your life? I don't know. You don't know what you want to do with your life. How are you ever going to accomplish anything if you don't even know what it is you want to accomplish? They become wandering generalities. They know a little bit about many things, but nothing about anything important. And you wonder why these people end up where they end up. Well, it's pretty obvious. I question this. Why is it some of you have listened to this radio show now for two, three, four, five, six, eight, ten years and still not done anything? What is it you're focusing on in life? If you have the inclination to listen to this show, why have you not got up off the couch and done something about it? What are you focused on in life becomes the important point somewhere along the way. You have to ask yourself, what am I focused on? Billionaires are not known for having highly detailed, highly elaborate plans. Herb Keller, founder of legacy low-cost people-moving Southwest Airlines, didn't use complicated numbers or ingenious technical secrets to turn the airline industry on its head. Its plan for Southwest was to follow three tenets. Number one, get the wheels up and get the wheels down. Number two, have fun while you're doing it. Number three, embrace being the low-cost airline. My company has the same type of philosophy. 100% 100% customer satisfaction, total integrity, and total sustainability. If you can satisfy your customers, you have 100% customer service satisfaction. Now, Shidel, oh, that's impossible. There's got to be somebody that's not satisfied. Yeah. And they're not our customers. Our customers that stay with us are 100% satisfied. The people that are not satisfied, they wander away because it's not mandatory for you to do this. This is something you have to want to do. Number two, integrity. We're constantly battling with integrity. Integrity is doing the right thing when no one is looking. And I believe in total integrity. When I was a bodybuilder, the integrity was, could you stay on the diet when people weren't around, when no one was watching? Would you work out even when no one else showed up? And last, total sustainability, which I think is wrapped up integrity also, because how the heck can you say, that hi, I'm a multi-multi millionaire, retired in two to five years, and yet I'm working like a dog for Dell. The idea is you don't work for me, you work with me, and you do it in your spare time. We're uh, on limit. What you tolerate, billionaires limit what they tolerate. It sounds callous, but it's actually brilliant, uh, folks. This is the first thing I ever learned as a the uh, youth. That made the biggest difference in my life ever. I read a book called "Pulling Your Own Strings" by Dr. Wayne Dyer, and um, It was the most brilliant book I'd ever read read up to that point in my life because what it explained was everybody out there in this world wants a piece of you. And if you allow people, all of them around you, to have a piece of you, there's nothing left of you for you. There's nothing left to succeed with in life. And so you have to start taking people out of your life. It's uh, one of those terms called addition by subtraction. Getting rid of people that are a problem in your life. You know, there's obvious ones. Employees are probably some of the most obvious there are. You've got employees that are lazy. You've got employees that are problematic in your environment as far as, uh, you know, they're creating problems and hassles with people all the time. I had those people in my company. And for the longest time, I just didn't have what it took to get rid of them. I guess uh, laziness or fear or just maybe not even wanting to be the guy that had to fire somebody. But once and every time we got rid of one of these bad people, the company grew. In fact, grew rapidly. What am I saying? I'm saying by getting rid of somebody, the company got better faster. Isn't that amazing? Not by adding somebody good, and adding somebody good does help, but adding somebody good can't possibly make the difference. Of taking away somebody that's holding you back, adding a few more horsepower to the engine is nowhere near as powerful as getting rid of the four-ton rock that's dragging you down. Get rid of the rock, then worry about the engine. Think about this. This one's hard. I know. You know. I talk about things that nobody wants to talk about, so I I, I understand that I irritate a lot of you. But why is it that 90%? And I make that number up. You give me a number you feel comfortable with, 75% of men send jokes out to all of their friends about how miserable it is to be a husband. This is a common belief system, guys. Gals, you know it is. I get email jokes every single day from people who are married who are sending out emails about how miserable it is to be married. How can you spend your entire life With somebody maybe you shacked up with when you were young, got a baby. And now this person who is turned into a monster is destroying your life and you won't leave them. You won't break up with them. You're staying with them. Why? See, this I don't understand. I've talked to many divorced people. and It's always interesting. They say, yeah, I just lost about 200 pounds. Wow, that's wonderful. What was his name? (laughs) Because you get rid of that 200 pounds, you've got rid of a lot of problems in your life. And vice versa. Women also. I just don't see why people don't get that. They don't tolerate. Billionaires don't tolerate. Incompetency. Laziness. Slothiness. I ask yourself all this time. (laughs) asked this for 30 years what day was it that you woke up and said it's all right to wear lime green polyester stretch pants what day was it okay to go from 130 to 150 to 200 as a lady that's only five foot two five four five six doesn't matter what it is What day? When did you wake up and go, it's okay that I look like crap. It's okay that I cut all my hair off. Now, I'm really pissing a lot of people off. But if you're sitting out there, you do nothing to make yourself look, your appearance to look nice. You don't take care of yourself. You're slothy. Then why should anybody tolerate you? Billionaires don't tolerate social pressures. They're willing to embrace isolation, solitude. I guess that's what I'm talking about. I'm willing to embrace isolation and solitude by not allowing myself to be brought down by people around me that have negative attitudes, negative atmospheres. You have to be able to extract yourself. Sometimes you have to to not be a part of the the friends group. You know, I'm on Facebook and I use it for various reasons to look people up, to remember somebody that I had made a connection with. Somebody emails me, I'll look them up and see who they are. Um, But I don't really post too many things on because I I really found that Facebook has become a waste of time. Everything in life that is given freedom turns into politics or religion or both. And what is politics and religion? It's other people trying to tell you that you're not living the right way. But it's usually the people that are telling you this are the people themselves are not very successful. That's why they're telling you it. They don't want you to become successful because that would destroy their image of themselves. So again, let's stop tolerating these people in our lives. Let's isolate ourselves from bad people so we can become successful. Principle number four, absolute reliance on people. Wow, that sounds completely opposite. No, it's not. I said you get rid of the bad people. But if you're ever going to be successful, business is a team sport. Life is a team sport. You're going to need to have people around you. When I was by myself, I could have rent houses and take care of a few rent houses. But when I went up to apartments, I needed a staff. When I started Lifestyles, I needed a staff. When I grew Lifestyles, I needed a larger staff. When I grew lifestyles even larger, I started needing not only a staff, I started needing middle management. Oh my God, nothing on earth could be worse than middle management. Middle management is completely useless, right? It does nothing. Product people produce product. Sales people produce sales. Middle management people produce headaches for the people that do the work. But even that... I couldn't keep growing unless I had middle management. Somebody had to make sure people showed up where they're supposed to show up, did what they're supposed to do. There's an absolute reliance on people if you want to be successful. How can you have a great life if you don't have a good spouse? How can you have a great life if your kids are a disaster? How can you be in shape if you don't have a mentor? Or a financial mentor or whatever but you have to rely on other people because there's not enough time in your day to accomplish enough to make you a billionaire maybe just maybe not even enough to make you a millionaire so you got to start bringing some people into your life that's important we'll take a short break we'll be right back with the Del Wamsley radio show
0: Wamsley Radio Show. Dell will be right back with more life-changing principles in just a
1: few minutes. There is a dream killer here somewhere today. You're going to run into somebody that's going to tell you this stuff doesn't work. Like Vinette said, it's a scam. This is probably a multi-level marketing program. Somebody is going to tell you it doesn't work because you're the wrong race, the wrong age, the wrong sex the wrong sexual preference, the something or other and this is all set up so rich people can be successful and all you poor people can't. And if you believe that, they've won. But if you don't, you win.
0: Don't believe the dream killers? Start winning today with a Lifestyles Unlimited free workshop. Get the knowledge you need to replace your income in two to five years and then find out how to take action. Register for the free online workshop at LifestylesUnlimitedWorkshop.com. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America one person at a time. Del Wamsley.
1: Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show. Today we're discussing the principles of self-made billionaires. This is an article out of Success. And um, so, uh, you know, we take, be dedicated to your customer, be dedicated to your your team, be dedicated to your family. These are the, the dedications to people that you need to have so that people will want to stay with you in your life and continue to produce quality environments. Uh, I'm dedicated to my customers. That's All I ever talk about is 100% customer satisfaction. I'm dedicated uh, to these radio shows, believe it or not, to get up every day and to do a radio show when you retired, you know, 28 years ago. And a millionaire, there's, you say, why do I get up and do this? It's not I don't get paid to do this. You realize that this is just dedication to want to get this information out to you, so you guys can get out and do the same thing I did uh, when I was younger. Uh, I have dedicated to the customer, dedicated to the employees, dedicated to the family. Um, these are the important things in life: people, dedication. Uh, moving on, it goes to rely on communication systems. Everyone knows that for your business to be to succeed, clear communication is essential. But over the years, I've had the chance to meet with many successful entrepreneurs, and most of them share surprising trait: they have trouble communicating. In fact, billionaires, the most successful entrepreneurs, tend to have the greatest difficulty. Here's what they said: What they do to succeed because they really rely exclusively on communication systems, not their own communication skills. All billionaires create ways to accurately track progress, measure results, and optimize performance. They understand the the importance of being able to gain perspective through context, and they use systematic communication methods which are consistent and reliable. By doing this, they will fill in the gaps where their own abilities lack and create momentum. Uh, That's not what I did. What I did was I hired other people to talk for me. I guess it is communication systems. The next one is uh, billionaires require push communications. Basically, what they're saying is billionaires don't have the time to go find things out. uh, I'm a big picture guy, and sometimes people send me the wrong information. Sometimes they'll send me a five-page email, and I'll read the first chapter of it and go, okay, now I know what they're calling me or what they're contacting me about. And I'll pick up the phone and go, you got something you want to say to me? because I'm not gonna read five pages of this stuff. I don't get into the details like that. I believe that you should be able to communicate in concise statements. In fact, the hardest thing for me when I first started getting on radio was learning that point. You know, I do two day long seminar. I used to have a four hour seminar I gave also. And you get on the radio, you've got five minutes to get a point across between breaks. And if you don't get that point out there in that five minutes, it's over. You lost it. And if you don't make your point, you lose it. So it's very important to get information pushed to you that is important information, not just a bunch of garbage, a bunch of details. So push communications is very important. Be intentional with what you consume. Consumption in absence of intention is waste. Billionaires are incredibly... Intentional with their consumption of resources, and no resource is more thoroughly consumed than information. Typically, the information they need is relevant to the highly specific issue or discussion. If there's isn't a need, billionaires tend to ignore information. I guess that's what we're just talking about. If it's not relevant, why even bother? It's just a waste. Stick with that. It goes back to the first one about having a very specific goal in life. Knowing exactly what it is you're out to accomplish is very, very important. Billionaires make decisions based on data and narrative. I think this is a really important one. Let's just break this down to two things. Yeah, maybe three. Start with business. Start with the real estate. You can look up a piece of real estate, and we can crunch the numbers on it. And the numbers make a lot of sense. But never would you just go buy a piece of real estate 100% on the numbers. On the same token, you could have a narrative about a part of town, about a location. And the narrative might be that this place is absolutely perfect with potential. But you would never buy something simply by narrative. It takes both of those to make a decision in real estate. Yes, the narrative is, this is a great opportunity, it's a great location, it's got great, great upside potential, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's a great time, it's great financing terms. But then you got to sit down and look at the numbers and go, but do the numbers make sense? Does this calculate out to be a profit, or a break-even, or a loss? So you need both of those narratives. I think the same thing is true when you look at your relationships, you know? So you might have a technically perfect guy. Oh my gosh, is he handsome? He's chiseled. He's unbelievable. But he's just a loser. Right? All the technical things on the outside, he's just perfect. But when you get to the narrative, the guy's a loser. Or maybe even he's a loser because he messes around. He's so good looking that the narrative on him is he's a player. Right? So, which do you go by? Well, you go by both, obviously. When you're evaluating things in life, you need both the technical information and the narrative to make a good decision. And finally, be proactively transparent. I'm going to read this one because I don't even know what that means. Many people think of transparency as being the willingness to answer questions, but what separates billionaires from most people is their ability to proactively be transparent. Billionaires proactively communicate with intention to avoid misunderstandings and to eliminate the type of drag on their organization. They know that vague goals and unclear purpose can stop momentum in its tracks, so they don't wait for people to approach them with questions. They understand the importance of actively showing up and sharing they need with the people around them proactive transparency is vital because it ensures that the team understands the outcome and remains on the same page it also increases confidence of leadership you know i'm gonna take it one step further proactively transparent people have said many times that the reason that i can get away with saying the things i get away with is because i tell everybody right up front i'm very transparent when people ask me in fact, part of my disclosure in my seminars is, hey, you know, I'm not an attorney, I'm not a CPA, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a lawyer, I'm not a real estate agent, I'm not a broker. I don't have a college degree. And I drink and curse like a sailor. So, well, Dale, why do you even say that? Doesn't that offend people? Probably offend some people. But if it offends them, they get that off their chest right away and then they make a decision. I'm willing to be around a person like this gentleman because of what he can provide in my life as far as the information and the help necessary to get where I want to go or I'm not but by being transparent up front people know what they get when you get Del Wamsley you get Del Wamsley and I ask people all the time when they meet meet me they go man I can't believe it you're just like you are on the radio you're no different go what should I be should I be different you know, we used to have a guy that did radio shows for us, and he wasn't that way. He, he would be on the radio, and everybody would go, boy, this guy's great on the radio. Then we meet him in person, he couldn't even talk. Right? And it just, I don't see that as a way to be successful in life. I think you got to be who you are and be really proactively transparent. Makes a lot of sense. Well, I hope some of this did you some good. And you can think about some of these things. I know myself. I cleaned up my act and got really excited yesterday uh, because now I'm back working out again. I'm back healthy. I'm back ready to change my life. So go get out there, put some goals on a piece of paper, and let's make this thing happen. And remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. Have a wonderful day. I'll see you tomorrow.